Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income planning guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey on News Talk 1590 KVTA. Hey, welcome Ventura to another round of Straight Talk Wealth Radio. Listen, we got a lot to cover today. Uh, we are doing episode two. Boy, I'm, I'm going to cut through the chase. I got a lot of content to put on today. We are doing episode two with attorney Doug Laudmill. Douglas Laudmill is the leading asset protection attorney in the United States, has protected billions of dollars of assets. I think he has over 3,500 clients across the country that he builds asset protection strategies for. The name of the show today is called the Game of Legal Extortion, The Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System. And we're going to go over the hidden secrets of litigation that the plaintiff's lawyers pray you never learn. And this is part two. Uh, this is the second episode. We've got a great report we're going to give away today. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later. A special insider's report from Douglas Laudmill that will cover a whole lot more in detail. But today, what we're going to cover with Doug is we're going to cover... First of all, we're going to go over back over what we covered last week, just a little bit on what is the scam and the quantity of scammers that are out there. Now, this is a legal scam. This is how attorneys bilk. Well, who should be listing? Well, we're going to be talking about we've got a doctor horror story about lawsuits, unneedless or frivolous lawsuits. We're going to talk about entrepreneurs, how entrepreneurs get sued. We're going to talk about landlords. We have a little horror story on each one of these and, and how these folks are susceptible to have for and, and this is about frivolous. This is about lawsuits that can wind up with no merit and yet cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend. We're going to talk about from Doug what doesn't work to protect yourself, what does work. These are all coming up here in the next hour. We're going to talk about how to research and discover for yourself who is creditable in the field in terms of asset protection, who should respond, a whole lot of stuff. Listen, write this number down. It's 888-882-5578. We're giving out a lot of free stuff. I am rushing to get into the content today. I'm not going to be talking a lot about this. I'm going to take one minute break. So give the phone number out again. So you know how to order this report, but just get on the stick. Now it's 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. I have a 40 page free report from Douglas Laudmill on the shocking truth about the U S legal system. It goes in detail about everything you're going to hear today. If you want to talk to Doug, if you want a free consultation, just to find out if you you are very well taken care of. If you're at risk, uh, call and ask the operator when you order the report for our the free analysis, and we will facilitate that. I will call you back during the week. I will get uh, your details, and we will get you hooked up with Doug for no charge and no obligation. 888 882 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. You will want to call that number. Let's get right into the a little bit from last week on what is the scam or what is the quantity of scammers out there. And we'll talk about in a minute uh, when we get done with that, who's at risk. So Doug, so you write in your report, there's five points to the scam. When you describe this, I, I, I read it and I just went, this happens every day. This happens probably a hundred times a day in the United States. So tell us what, what this has opened the door to is the standard attorney scam. Okay. Um, I, I call this in the report legal extortion. And, and it goes like this. Uh, step one, find some money that you would like to extort. That's, Find that's someone with money. First step. Okay. Right. You're someone with money? Okay. Got you. Step two, create a reason 
that you're entitled to that money. So, we, you know, just, uh, just any reason. doesn't have to be a good reason. Okay. Step three, get in front of a judge that has the power to forcibly take your money and give it to me. So all I need is, 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 is a person with money, a reason, not a good reason, um, and get in front of somebody with the power to take your money and give it to me. Okay. Step four, now create a legitimate incentive for that person to voluntarily give you that, your, their money. So you're, you're talking, so in other words, we've gone from create any reason to getting the power, getting someone who has the power to take it away. And that alone, getting in front of someone with the power to forcibly take the money sounds to me like it's sort of three A and B because B leads right, it leads right into now you have a legitimate incentive for that person to voluntarily give you the money because you're in front of a judge. Right. Right. And, and step five is do it all without getting in trouble for it and, and, and be able to do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. So, so, so that's, that's the scam. And, and, and so the way that this works in practice is that lawyers really, they look for the reason. They look, they troll, they put their fishing lures out and troll for the reason. And you see that in the form of the billboard advertising, the afternoon television advertising, you know, the radio advertising, all of the advertising from the attorney saying, have you been injured? Um, you know, did you fall on your cruise? Did you, you know, are you, you have headaches from work? Do your wrists hurt? I mean, all of the things. So they're trolling first for the people that give them the reason. That's how they actually do it. Then they, those people come into their office and think, oh, great, you were hurt. Great. Now, who in, in the world of you getting hurt has the money? And they look for the party with the money after they found the reason, and the reason mm-hmm. is the person. And, and so, oh, it's an insurance company? Great. Oh, it's a cruise ship company? Great. Oh, it's your employer? Great. Oh, it's your business partner? Great. You know, whoever it is. Then they get in front of the, the, the person with the power by filing the lawsuit. And once they file a lawsuit, that literally slides them into a system. And now with all the relaxed rules around how easy it is to file a lawsuit, you don't have to be specific about the claim. You're going to be able to get into discovery. And, and now you're, you are, you've already put the person that you're suing in a position where they're going to have to start spending money to stop you or to try to stop you. So the meter starts running on the other side. That leads into the, the reason that they would want to settle with you voluntarily. And, and, and so, Doug, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and, and so that's that's it. And yeah. once you, they do the math on the back end, they go, "Geez, this could cost me a hundred thousand before we even get to trial." All of a sudden, the, the the payoff number doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, you know, you you actually were led right into what I wanted to ask you about because Doug, this isn't this isn't a cottage profession. This is a freaking industry in this country. And I look at page twenty one of your report, and you say. What the trial lawyers have been so successful at doing by changing the overall attitude of courts and their respective rules of procedures is give themselves more leverage at step four of the legal extortion scam. And you covered some stats of the average medical malpractice case. And it's staggering. It's staggering what an industry this is. Tell us a little bit about these statistics uh, of what, what what an average case generates. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's huge. It's turned into just this massive industry. So we're talking about a tort system that is costing two hundred and fifty billion dollars a year. I mean it's it's just a huge amount of money. It's equivalent to you know other very very huge industries. Uh, and so um, you know if you break it down, that's that's like. Five thousand dollars a year for a family of four. I mean, it, you know, just like the well, national debt. You, you just keep, you know, because ultimately it is paid by us. It's paid by us, and I call it a tort tax mm-hmm. because the tort tort is the word for this the legal structure that they use to say, you know, you owe me money. You you, you created this tort. <laughs> You're guilty of a tort, which is a wrong against me, right? But every ladder we buy, I mean, I, I think it's seventy percent of the cost of every ladder is insurance. So you know, the hundred and fifty dollar ladder at Home Depot really should cost you know thirty bucks. 
um, 40 bucks. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's where we pay it, even if we never get sucked into the legal system. Well, you know, um, you know what? Let me, let me interrupt you here, Doug. I want to, I want to just read for our audience some of the statistics you bring to bear on page 21 of a typical medical malpractice suit. It says here that the average time to complete a lawsuit is 45 months. So that's four years. The average suit is going to sit in a four year process. The average cost of the attorney is $400 per hour. The average cost for expert testimony, of which there may be a dozen, I suppose, is five to ten thousand dollars per expert. The average cost to defend before the trial is forty six thousand, but the average cost of a trial is one hundred and eighty thousand. This is just medical malpractice, of which a, a singular doctor might get hit maybe several times, depending if there's a reason to extort. <laughs> average cost to settle a claim is two hundred sixty thousand dollars. Fifty percent of all malpractice su- uh, fees. This is critical. I want to go back to this because you talk more about this in the report. 57% of all malpractice fees go toward paying attorneys and 43% of all insurance defense costs go toward claims that have no merit. 43% of all insurance defense costs, the insurer spending money 43% of the time, the money that the insurer is spending to defend their client goes towards claims that have no merit. 43% of the claims being brought to bear have no merit, yet we pay from our medical expenses uh, because the ter- because the doctor has to pay those insurance costs. But let's go back to uh, this thing about where the money's going. Um, yep. I find it staggering. Tell us a little bit about where does all this money flow and how much money really goes to victims? Well, it, it, it's real simple. It, you know, 78% of it doesn't go to the victims. So 78% is going towards the system. Most of that is lawyers, the fees and expenses around the lawyers and the legal system, the cost of, of the entire structure. At the end of the day, 22% of it gets to the people that are supposed to be getting this, you know, the, the benefit of this legal system. So we, we've have such massive costs that it's become just incredibly inefficient unless you're living off the 78%. You know, unless you, you're, you're the one, and that's the entire legal profession is living off of that. I mean, that's where the, that's the Jews. And they like it that way. And for them, that 80-20 split, you know, the 80-20 rule, that's exactly where they like it. You know, they like they like that those numbers. All that right. works in their favor. You're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. I'm your host, Bruce Whitey. We're here every Sunday morning on KVTA at 8 a.m. We're talking today about the game of legal extortion in America and how the little guys, because the big guys are protected, so they don't get these kind of suits coming in. But the little guys, whether they're landlords, whether they're business owners, whether they're uh, doctors, in the medical field get these kinds of attacks all the time we're talking about how to defend yourself i'm going to give you an example here right now this is known as the 54 million dollar pants suit it is about a korean couple who ran a cleaners back in washington dc a judge walked in who had a whole lot of marital problems a lot of financial problems and decided for losing his pants he could sue them for 54 million dollars for emotional trauma this is from the website faces of lawsuit abuse.org faces of lawsuit abuse.org a lot more examples but let's give you this one just to kind of delineate what doug was just saying about the the magnitude of how often this happens my name is jung jin nam and this is my wife suyon we came to the united states in may 1992 on memorial day we came here to get a better education for our children and live what people call the American dream. As we got settled in the U.S., we established our laundry business and then also were able to open another store. At first, we were very happy. The children were doing well, and we were settling into our lives here. Then the lawsuit happened, and everything fell apart. 
we received a letter from the court. Everyone we talked to said, this is a small case. Nobody said it was a big deal. We couldn't even find an attorney to take the case. When I heard $67 million, I said to myself, nonsense. I couldn't have believed this amount of money. How could someone claim this much over a pair of pants? How could this happen in the USA? Finally, after two years in court, I realized we can lose everything we had worked for. We thought about going back to Korea, but it was impossible. Even now, it is too difficult to talk about. I felt heartbroken and overwhelmed. Even though we were victorious, I thought nobody had really won this battle. So I forgave him, and I'm now content. In Korea, we have never even been to the police station, but I have been in court in America. I would hope the U.S. would eliminate these abusive lawsuits. This is a waste of their national potential. We hope our case will be the seed for reform. America is a very nice country. Now I want to stand up and make my dreams come true again. You're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio on KVTA 1590 in Ventura. Listen, we are covering today the game of legal extortion in America. I can't tell you the whole thing on the air. What we're going to do is we're going to get you an incredible report from Douglas Laudmill. He's the attorney we are interviewing today. He is the leading asset protection attorney in the United States. If you are a medical doctor, you need to get this report. If you're a dentist, if you're an accountant, if you're a business owner, if you are Uh, on the boards of directors of a company, if you're a chiropractor, if you're a construction company owner, if you're a contractor, all of you guys need to get this report. It's 40 pages. We're going to send it to you for free. It's called the, the Special Insider's Report, The Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System. Discover the hidden secrets of litigation that plaintiffs, lawyers pray you never learn. Now, we're going to go into some other horror stories today, but we're also going to go into, Doug's going to talk at length. Stay tuned. He's going to talk about how, what doesn't work, things like Nevada Corps and all these other exotic things. He's going to talk about what doesn't work. He's going to talk about what does work. So, So we're going to go into that in depth, but this report goes into so much more. If you want to talk to Doug, we are offering a free evaluation with Doug, that one-on-one. This is normally a very high-priced attorney hour that he would normally charge. He's doing it for free for our Straight Talk Wealth listeners, but you've got to call in today to 888-882-5578. That's 888 882-5578. Everybody calling will get the special insider's report, the shocking truth about the U.S. legal system. Everything we're going over today and so much more is in that report. If Once you give that order the report, the operator is going to ask you if you want the free evaluation with Doug. If you do, you're going to leave a couple times for me to call you back, and I will set up the contact between you and Doug. We'll get some preliminary information, and we'll have that evaluation for no charge and no obligation. Triple eight. 882-5578-888-882-5578. Everybody gets Doug's free report and those that request it can get a free evaluation. Okay, is there a doctor in the house? If so, listen up to this next segment. Very important to you. You've been practicing you've been practicing law for how long? Uh, I've been practicing law for 17 years. All right. So this may be anecdotal, 
But I want to know where you've seen good lives destroyed or where you've seen this really. I mean, what are the most severe instances that you've seen this result in some of the worst injustices that you've seen? Do you have a few stories to tell us about that? Yeah, Bruce. Really, these come down to when a lawsuit gets out of control, it, it sucks all the energy away from the productive use of your time. So I've seen it occur most often in the context of a business. So a client of mine will be a business owner, or maybe they're a dentist or, or a chiropractor, and the, the lawsuit will come in. And sometimes it's a lawsuit related to the practice. Sometimes it's not. It doesn't really matter. The effect is the same. So in the case that I'm thinking about, um, we have a lawsuit come in. It's it's a it's a malpractice based lawsuit. So at first glance, that seems like a good thing because we you know the client has malpractice insurance and he's thinking, okay, well this is just a malpractice claim. I'll turn it over and I'll forget about it. The problem with this particular case is that the insurance company denied coverage because the claim was considered to be gross negligence, and that fit the exception under the malpractice policy. So the malpractice carrier paid claims that were negligent but not gross negligent. That was an exception the doctor didn't even know existed in his policy. And all of a sudden, they're fighting their own insurer and they're fighting the underlying claim. Now, to make matters worse, one of the evil tactics that someone will use is to threaten other forms of punishment by referring their claim out to the district attorney or, in this case, referring it out and making a complaint to the medical association. And in this case, the medical association took away the doctor's license. So here we have a doctor that has what in all rights should be a fairly standard malpractice claim that has no malpractice coverage, has putting all the bills for the claim, putting all the bills to fight his own insurance carrier, and now is unable to work because his license has been pulled pending the outcome of the case. And so this just is a, is a destroying, has a destroying effect on the practice. It shut down the practice. Sure. Now there's a dozen employees that are on the street that don't have work. You have a whole group of patients that no longer have a doctor, and you have a doctor that is rapidly going through all their resources to just try to hang on to their life. Um, and what happens is they just get destroyed, and they ultimately just come up against, you know, I have nothing left to, left to give you, nothing left to lose, and they just wash their hands of it and declare bankruptcy and start over. And, and you know, it, sometimes there's this thought, well, this is the rich doctor. This is not the rich doctor. The person I'm talking about is the There's dentist. not very many of them um, left. Yeah, I don't know where the rich doctors are anymore, by the way. I know. Um, I mean, if my, if my child came to me and said, Dad, I want to be a doctor, I, the only question I would ask is, you know, you must have a massive humanitarian bone in your body because there's no other good reason to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, you must just love healing because there's no money in it anymore. There's massive risk. It's an incredibly stressful Which, which goes back to this. It goes the, the reason for that whole field being transformed into not so financially rewarding anymore is because of all of this. Right. That's right. Doctors are the most afraid of all the people I work with. They're just terrified. They're just terrified of practicing, and the young ones far more than the old ones. The old ones, there's a few old ones I have that they still practice like they used to. They don't care. They just figure it's not, they're too old. It's not going to matter by the time anybody were to get around to them. The young ones are terrified. They practice in a state of fear. They only want to do what everybody else is doing. They're definitely not going outside of the box. And believe me, if there's a test that could possibly have a one in 100,000 chance of it being applicable, they're going to, they're going to request it. And Obamacare, by the way, as an aside here, has made this all the more uncertain because Obamacare has thrown in this massive requirement for doctors that has opened up this legal black hole of potential liability for them if they don't follow the right procedures as defined by Obamacare. Mm -hmm. So it's only gotten worse in the last few years. 
Hey, in the next uh, part of the show here, we are going to talk about what does and what doesn't work to protect your assets from such frivolous lawsuits with Douglas Laudmill. But right now, I strongly suggest you call this number and get your free copy of Doug's special insider report, The Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System and the Hidden Secrets of Litigation that Plaintiff's Lawyers Pray You Never Learn. The number for that is 888 882-5578. We will send the free report to you for no charge, no obligation. If you want to speak with Doug and get a free analysis or just side check your current asset protection plan, ask the operator for a free the free analysis. She'll ask you if you want that. I will call you and make arrangements with you to speak with Doug personally on that. 888 882-5578. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. Listen to this very interesting story about what happens to entrepreneurs who are not protected. Let me tell you a little bit about my audience. We have a great audience. They're they're capable people. They're intelligent people. Obviously, they listen to this show. Right. <laughs> they listen to some some uh, some jerk doing a, a fairly intelligent show. So I won't speak of myself, but at least the topic. Is good. <laughs> but um, the point is, they're smart people. They they have worked hard all their life. Some of them have moderate wealth. Some of them have great wealth. They're typically entrepreneurial or they're working people that have saved money in an IRA or 401k and they've got something that they're really looking forward to getting close to retiring on. They're going to go into retired life or they're entrepreneurial. So tell me a little bit of where you've seen these type of people being hit or affected by what you call legal extortion. Yeah, it's a great question, Bruce. And, and the entrepreneurial class is, is really um, now bigger than the medical class. So, you know, we kind of think traditionally yeah. of medical is the biggest risk category. It's not anymore. Um, I, about 10 years ago, the, the, it flipped, and it's now the entrepreneurial class. And by that, I mean those who have employees. Because if you're a doctor, you're actually three times more likely to be sued by an employee than you are by a patient. Um, and unfortunately, employee lawsuits are not covered by the malpractice insurance. So you, you have a much greater risk of having no insurance whatsoever covering an employee issue. And here's, here's why this happened. Because lawyers are creative and they're always looking for deep pockets, they realize that they've been, they've been attacking large employers, you know, the Fortune 500 employers, the IBMs and sure. cities and, you know, all of those for years because they have deep pockets that can pay employee claims. Well, they started figuring out, these plaintiff's lawyers that are, are running the scam, and just so I can disclaim for a moment, when I talk about the scam, I'm not talking about every attorney out there. There are very good attorneys that are representing the rights of people that have been injured, that need counsel, and that are doing a good job. In fact, I would venture to say that's the majority of the attorneys out there, and I talk to a lot of attorneys, and, and there still is a sense of right and wrong with most attorneys. The problem is, is it doesn't take very many to taint the entire barrel, and so when I say that the, the you know the, the people running the scam, the attorneys running the scam, um, I'm talking about the ones that are really yeah, really thanks for that. Turned it into a machine. That's important yeah. perspective. I think it is. I don't I don't want it to seem like I'm just all attorneys are, are terrible because really they're not. And I and I work with so many in their gosh in general they're so good. Okay, good. Um, but but that I, that, I needed that. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the ones that are just looking for the next person to use to get in front of the judge have figured out that big businesses long time ago, because of the litigation, figured out how to do their employment procedures properly. So they have good handbooks in place. They have good um, mm. policies. They have an HR department. Uh, they don't willy-nilly hire. They don't willy-nilly fire. They have a procedure. They have a checklist. They have a termination letter. They have a hire letter. They have all the things that make it unlikely for them to have a really outrageous verdict against them. Yeah. Um, they still they still make it dinged, but but they're not they're not just flying blind. 
small employers are the opposite. Mm. They don't have a handbook. They don't have any procedures. They certainly don't have an HR department. They don't even have a lawyer on speed dial that they can call with a question. They have their employees classified most likely wrong. They're not tracking hours when they should be. They have independent contractors when they should have employees. They don't have so many things in place that are the protective features that the big businesses figured out. Mm -hmm. And what this meant is that when you sued a guy with 12 employees, you are almost guaranteed that he's going to have nothing in place and that it's going to be a cakewalk. And it made that guy a much better target. Wow. And so the the entrepreneurial class, those people with, you know, the fewer than 100 employees... They have been the brunt of the wave of lawsuits that's happened in the last 10 years. And this report has not been updated really since that's happened, but the EEOC claims have been up a staggering amount to the point where the EEOC themselves used the word epidemic in, when, it, when it was talking about employee lawsuits. Wow. Um, so that is the, that's the biggest risk. I don't worry about the doctors as much anymore. I worry about the employers and the smaller ones. Hey, listen, uh, we are Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We're here every Sunday morning on 1590 KVTA in Ventura at 8 a.m. You're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. If you are a doctor, if you're a dentist, if you're an accountant, if you're a business owner and you have any number of employees, if you're on the boards of directors of a company, if you're a chiropractor, if you're in the construction business, oh my God, what liability, contractor, um, you folks need to call in and get this free report from Douglas Laudmo. Get the whole story. We're giving it away for free today. The shocking truth about the U.S. legal system, the hidden secrets of litigation that plaintiffs, lawyers pray you never learn. It's very, very informative. It goes over how over the past 30 years, the rules have been rewritten to make it easier and more profitable for these kinds of people to sue you. And we covered that at length last week. So this is actually episode two. We are covering a little bit more who's at risk and what the doesn't work and what does work on episode two. If you missed episode one, go to our website, straighttalkwealth.com, straighttalkwealth.com. And there's a podcaster on that. We actually uploaded uh, episode one earlier on this. So you can catch that if you want. But in the meantime, get this free report. This is where so much more information is than I can possibly bring to you in an hour. And you can also request when you call that number, a free evaluation by Douglas Laudmill of if you are at risk, what your circumstances are, and what would he do about your situation. No charge. No obligation. Triple eight 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 two five five seven eight for that free report and free evaluation. If you want to add that on, triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. Triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. Now, is there a landlord in the house? Is there a real estate investor who rents? Listen carefully to this next segment. I have another class of people I want to ask you about. What about? What about just the average? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to lump these two together. They're not exactly the same cat, but the average wealthy investor, they just have good assets. They're, they may be, they're probably retired and they're working those assets. And, but I'm going to put a subcategory of that, which I think is even more pertinent, but I, I don't want to lose perspective that they're different. And that would be the real estate investor, the person who's got uh, tenants, who's uh, made a good uh, retirement living off of real estate income. So, Let's kind of look at those two. They're a little bit different shades of gray, but tell me where they uh, could get caught up in legal extortion. Okay, so they are different from the legal extortion standpoint. The retired investor who is in the stock market trading publicly traded stocks or buying bonds that are publicly traded or purchasing insurance through a major company, I consider them fairly low risk Mm -hmm. to be involved in the scam because there's not a lot of people they're dealing with 
that would be the ones calling the lawyers on the billboard. Other than someone uh, who's other, and I'm sure this doesn't happen a lot, but other than maybe someone who just finds out their neighbor is wealthy and decides to go bend a fender or something. The, yeah, I don't, I don't think it happens. It, yeah, I don't think that's the primary one. So okay, you know, the, if, if you're if you're now. That instantly changes the minute the profile changes, and you changed it with the second group, which is the real estate investor. That is the opposite. I consider them very high risk because they are literally involved with the very people that would call the billboard, which is tenants. <laughs> so you absolutely, uh, if you're in that situation, need to be very aware of the legal system. You need to have all sorts of stuff in place at the foundation level to make sure that you get it right, which means good leases, good policies, good management, you know, procedures, notifications, all that stuff that a good landlord would have and a good a bill all those things, but you also absolutely should be looking at how you can remove your assets as a big treasure chest at the end of the rainbow for some attorney, and that's you know that's the other side of the fence is removing that economic incentive to sue by taking your assets off the table. Yes, this is Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We're here every Sunday morning on KVTA at 8 a.m. Listen, if you've been thinking about bankruptcy except ex- exemptions, if you've been thinking about tiling your assets in the name of your spouse or your children, or what if your insurance company is going to uh, cover you on all of this, whether you've got enough liability insurance, thinking about corporate shields, Nevada corporations, pure trust, listen very carefully to the next segment. But in the meantime, get a lot more information by ordering Douglas Laudmill's free report, Special Insiders Report, The Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System and the Hidden Secrets of Litigation that Plaintiffs, Lawyers, Pray You Never Learn. Now, look, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people over time have gotten to know me very well because we have a lot of conversations off air and I talk to a lot of the listeners and they always start off like, why is this guy offering all this free stuff on the radio, you know? Well, because it builds relationships. It's great for our business. It is truly just giveaways. And I've given out $50 packages of material to every caller in the past. So yes, it serves us well to get this in your hands. It serves you even better. The number is 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. You'll get this free report. And if you call and request to have Doug actually speak with you one-on-one, for a short, at least free evaluation of your situation. We're more than happy to provide that. Ask the operator to, uh, to reserve that for you. I will call you back during the week. I'll be asking you some basic questions to get kind of a snapshot of your situation. And we will then get you hooked up with Doug as I forward that information to him for the evaluation. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578 for Doug Laudmill's free report and evaluation if you would like that. 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. Now, Douglas Laudmill is going to tell us what doesn't work in the practice of asset protection. Now, I've spent a lot of your time opening up you know, the issue here, but this report we're giving out for free today lists a number of different techniques and ways that people can protect themselves from this legal extortion. But you also look at the fact that I I was surprised in reading this, how many of them, uh, and I want to try to do a quick run through here. I don't want to have to go too deep into any of them, but, but I mean, just things like bankruptcy exemptions. I'm going to just read down the list. You can tell us a little bit, try to skim this a bit. Titling assets in the name of your spouse or children. Uh, Having adequate insurance. These are the usual things people do, but I was really surprised in reading your report 
that a lot of these don't work, that they have some gaping holes in them. Let's see, we've got uh, the corporate shield. We've got Nevada corporations, which you're not a big fan of for certain reasons. I'll have you tell us in a minute why. Uh, pure trust, constitutional trust, international business corps, and other abusive plans. So you, give us a little bit of the laundry list of what are people doing out there that that they think is going to work, and why, why are so many of these techniques actually not working? Yeah, and to, to kind of set the stage, asset protection or, or protecting some amount of a person's assets is built into our fundamental public policy and ideas around fairness. So you know, the thing, let's start with the things that do work, that people probably have. And you mentioned somebody that has most of their money in an IRA or an ERISA plan, something that they've gotten, you know, a, a qualified type plan that's, that's for retirement. Mm -hmm. By and large, that's protected. The U.S. government has said, hey, we don't want people, we want to encourage them to save for retirement. We don't want Social Security to be their only fallback. And to do that, we need to give them some guarantees that this money will be there for them. And one of those guarantees is that it's actually protected from a lawsuit. So if you have your money in a qualified type plan, like an ERISA plan, and, and for the most part in an IRA, then it's pretty well protected. You don't have to worry that a lawsuit is going to wipe you out. In you can can only imagine how relieving that is for someone to hear that and to say, "Wow, oh wow, that that's great." That is. It encourages them to put money there, and that's what the government wants. Doug, they, if I may interrupt, there's a lot of discussion about life insurance too. Do you know about uh, is life insurance real? Really, a state to state thing? A lot of people claim that it has a it's it's very impenetrable, but I, I don't. I think that's mostly life insurance agents spreading that rumor. Well, life insurance is state to state. So in some states, uh, Texas and Arizona, it, it's it's absolutely protected. So you could put you know a single premium, you know five million dollar policy, and have five million dollars cash value the next day, and it would all be protected as long as as long as you weren't doing the actual purchase of life insurance to hmm. delay, hinder, or defraud a creditor. But if you if you have it in there, you know, then it's protected. In other states, it's it's virtually unprotected completely. You know um, much about California. With, with, uh, California is not so protected. It's not the same. It's not an unlimited like like uh, Arizona or Texas, for example. All right, just wondering. You're talking about what's safe and what's not. Right. So, well, that's another good one that you brought up is life insurance. So, okay, so you have your ERISA plans, you have your IRAs, you have life insurance depending on your state. Also, depending on your state, your home. Again, Texas or Florida, your home is unlimited. You could have a ten million dollar condo on the beach, or a, or a forty million dollar farm in Texas, and it's going to be completely protected, even if you have, no matter what the liability. That's a homestead exemption. If you're in California, it's one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. So I don't know what that buys you in California. I the homestead anything, exemption right? is one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. It'll buy right. you a grandma house on the back lot of a middle income home. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe a trailer. I mean, in California, I mean, it's 125 doesn't buy you anything. Uh, I guess you could have a million dollar home and you can have $875,000 mortgage on it and then you can keep your home. So, wow. and, and it, that is one of the strategies we use for people with, with very weak homestead exemptions. Just make sure they don't own their home. Make sure the bank owns their home. Wow. So those things do work. The things that don't work are titling your assets in the name of somebody else. 
And the reason that doesn't work is because that somebody else can end up losing those assets too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I've seen one. I, I you know I kind of call it in the report a doctor special. I hear it all the time. Oh, the doctor put all the the, the, the assets in the spouse's name. That doesn't work for two reasons. One, a court can simply look at that and say, yeah, that's not real. We know that. We're going to call the wife a constructive trustee for the husband, and we're going to say that's not really what what happened. So that it fails in that sense, which is again right back to the if the judge wants to do it, they can do it. Or it fails in the sense that the doctor gets divorced and the wife takes all the money, um, and now he's arguing that no, it wasn't really all her money. I, I was a constructive. She was a constructive trustee. It's just a very very bad plan. Okay. Same goes with business partners or children. It, it's just too, you know, fraught with pitfalls to, to be effective. Insurance. I believe in insurance from the standpoint of insurable things should be insured. Now we're talking about liability insurance per se. Correct. Liability insurance. I, I, I want you driving with car insurance. If you're a doctor, you should have malpractice insurance. You know, if you can get E&O insurance and all the other things out there. I'm not a fan of having, you know, uh, uh, millions and millions of dollars worth of insurance because that can actually encourage litigation. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think we should go without the basics. I, I think you, you should look for what is appropriate for you, um, not not just buy insurance for the sake of insurance. But it, it is important. Um, the corporate shield is another one we talk about at some length in the in the report, and it's it's very misunderstood. The corporate shield is for IBM absolutely works. So if you go or Apple and you buy a hundred shares of Apple, and Apple has a massive liability and is facing bankruptcy, they are not going to turn to you as a shareholder and say, "Hey, you need to pay this share of Apple's claim." Because you have the corporate shield. As an investor, you, you are absolutely not responsible for the debts of Apple. You can lose your investment, but that's it. No more. Right. That corporate shield virtually disappears when you're not Apple and you're not GM. And you're talking about, you know, a hundred percent wholly owned private company owned by you or owned by you and your wife. That corporate shield is, is, is really not there because the courts almost always pierce that veil. And so therefore, it's not the thing that is going to protect your assets. So, oh, Nevada Corps. Is, what about Nevada Corps? Yeah, Nevada Corps. The reason I point those out so specifically in the report is that they they really have a, a, a you know a very big history of abuse. So the scam behind Nevada Corps, and I call it a scam because the people selling them are really the scammers here, is that they will tell somebody that you can set up a Nevada Corp and you can only pay the corporate tax, which is if on the first $50,000 of income, which is very low. And and if you have more than $50,000 of income, you set up two or three or four or five Nevada Corps. And all of these corps are only going to pay a 15% income tax, and then you can expense out all your personal living through these phony Nevada Corps that are taking all of your business income. That's just so wrong on every point that it was worth mentioning. But I occasionally get calls from people still kind of thinking that they can take advantage of this this uh, strategy, but it's not a strategy. It's, it's an abuse of a corporate structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the IRS finds out about them, they wrap all the, cor- the companies together through attribution rules of ownership since you own the companies. They consider them one company and they ding you for all the back taxes, the penalties, um, and if you've really been abusive, they might throw criminal charges at you and threaten you with jail time. So I just don't recommend you know, using anything like that. Um, and it certainly is not asset protection on top of it. 
You're listening to episode two on Straight Talk Wealth Radio of the Game of Legal Extortion. If you missed episode one, go to our website at straighttalkwealth.com, straighttalkwealth.com, and you'll see the podcast player right on the front. Click on episode one, or you can download the MP3 and listen to episode one. In a minute, you're going to hear about what does work. But in the meantime, order Doug's free report. It is called The Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System and the Hidden Secrets of Litigation Plaintiffs, Lawyers. Pray you never learn much more of what you're hearing, but in detail. 888 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578 is the phone number. If you wish, request the free evaluation from Doug Laudmill, and we will call you back. I'll personally call you back, and I'll make arrangements to get you guys connected. I'll take a little bit of information to prep it for Doug. And then you guys can get on the phone, the two of you, and discuss whether you're totally set and you're doing the right work. Uh, If you want your plan side-checked, if you just want to know if you're even uh, at risk, he'll let you know and be happy to spend a few minutes with you on the phone. 888-882-5578-888-882-5578-888-882-5578. Hey, Doug, what does work? You've got a lot of insight on this. Is there a one-size-fits-all, or how does somebody go about figuring out the right stitching and the right quilt, uh, for lack of a better description, that they need to put together for their own situation? And I'm sure, obviously, this is something you work in. We're, we're going to be providing some free service that you're making available to our listeners if they respond to the show. But tell us a little bit what, what does work, if there is a thing that works. Maybe it's a pattern of things that have been found to work the best, and how someone determines... But their own, again, lack of a better word, but their own quilting and patchwork of all of this, how they design their own. Yeah, well, that's a great way to put it. It really is a patchwork. There's no absolute one formula. The way that I do it with my clients is to just look at them individually, and it's really asset-based. So we look at the assets. Um, if there's ERISA plans, well, there's nothing to do. So we, we check the box next to that. If you have a home, we look at your state, we look at your homestead exemption, and we determine if there's something to do. Um, your office building, your rental houses, your investment accounts, we just go step-by-step step down it. But to, to kind of answer your question, are there some general tools or some, some pieces of fabric that we almost always sew into the quilt if mm-hmm. we find certain assets? The answer is yes. And the most important one is what's called a trust. Now, most people understand what a trust is. A trust is a legal concept that says... Uh, well, before I people give, turn the dial, this is not a, a living trust per se, a probate trust. This is an asset no, protection not at trust. All. Yeah, I don't want people to turn the dial, yeah. well, they're just selling living trusts. This, this is not a probate avoidance living trust. This is a whole other animal. It is a whole other animal, but it is a trust nonetheless. And so the concept of the trust is what's so important here. So a trust is, is I give you, Bruce, one silver dollar. And I say, Bruce, save this for my son. When he graduates from college, I'd like you to, you to come down and, and have dinner and present this to him. And, uh, and so if something happens to me in the meantime, I want you to give it to him when he graduates college. And if he doesn't graduate college, I want you to give it to him when he gets married or some other significant day. So what we did is we just created a trust. Mm-hmm. So I'm the settler. I settled the trust, I, which you could think of as I settled on you. You know, you're the trustee. So you're the one that I put in this, this very trusted position to handle my silver dollar. And my son is the beneficiary. And those conditions that I put around when you should give him the silver dollar are what are called spendthrift provisions. Okay. So yep. I can even say, hey, if he turns out to be a real dud and he ends up, you know, <laughs> not going anywhere in life, never give him the silver dollar. Give it to my daughter. And if she's great, give it to her when she graduates from college. Yeah. Um, so I could be as creative as I want with those as long as nothing illegal is put in there. So that's a spendthrift trust. And that type of trust is completely exempted from my creditors because I've already given up the money. The silver dollar is already out of my control and it, you, you know for sure it's going to my son or my daughter. It's, it's not coming back to me. 
No, that one I'm talking about is irrevocable, right? Non-revocable. It's irrevocable. I've given away the money. You don't even own it anymore. I don't own it anymore. No, it's not my silver dollar. You you are holding it for my beneficiaries, and I have not retained a right to get it back. I think that scares people because they feel like they lose control then. Well, they do. They do. And, And that's why that kind of trust is by far the most protective trust because the court will look at that and go, well, I can't go and break into that. It's not even his. So I certainly am not going to go in there and grab it for a creditor of his because at this point, we don't know if it's his sons or his daughters, but we definitely know it's not his. So that's not, that's so, not, uh, that's, uh, part of a fix, but that doesn't sound like that's a fix for everybody. No, that's not a fix for 95% of the people. They're not ready to do that. Sure. So, but what occurred is that the, as the litigation crisis spun out of control, some clever attorneys, my father being one of them, came up with a, with a use for the trust that allowed for a different way to structure it. And what it was was saying, okay, I'm going to set up the same type of trust. I'm going to put my silver dollar in that trust. I'm going to ask you to be the trustee, Bruce, but I'm going to make myself the beneficiary. But I'm going to put spendthrift provisions around that. And so I can say, look, as long as I'm not in a litigation situation or there's not a creditor asking for that silver dollar, you're free to give it back to me at your discretion. But if there is, I'm telling you, don't give it to me. And if you have to, bury it somewhere and make sure that it never comes back to me. If, if instead of going to me, it's going to go to my creditors. Wait, now, now, I got, let me wrap my wits around this, Doug. So, so I'm giving away the ownership to the trustee. I'm a beneficiary, right. but the trustee is the sole determinant of whether or not I can have that asset back for my uses. And he certainly has to follow the instructions of the trust. Now, is that considered an irrevocable trust? It is because you you need to because if if it's revocable, then the judge can always say, "Well, then revoke revoke it." it." (laughs) Yeah, so it doesn't work. So it does need to be irrevocable. So, but that whole concept was really foreign in the eighties. I mean, that was just like, "Whoa, you can't do that. That that's not allowed." And so the first one of these trusts wasn't done in the United States. It was done in a faraway jurisdiction called the Cook Islands Mm -hmm. because they passed a very specific trust act that specifically allowed for exactly this type of trust, which is called a self-settled spendthrift trust. So it's still a spendthrift trust, but it was settled for you. Now, in that sense, it's very similar to a revocable living trust, which is also settled for yourself. But the spendthrift provisions and the choice of jurisdiction is what gives it such power. And so that became this incredible gold standard. And even today, after 30 years, we can tell you that the Cook Islands Asset Protection Trust really is, you know, virtually impenetrable. I mean, we have almost no case law where someone's been able to break into the Cook Islands Trust, and that includes the Federal Trade Commission trying to do it. Is that, so would you it, say that's your, is, that's your major secret weapon? Um, no, I would <laughs> say it, it, yes, because that's the ultimate major secret weapon. But we've developed a derivative of that, which kind of solves the problem that you were getting at, okay. which is. You know, I, I don't want to give up control to a trustee in the Cook Islands that I don't know. Exactly. Um, I, I don't. You know, I don't want to move my assets. I don't. You know, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about this whole structure. So, fast forward uh, ten years, and we developed a, a very specific type of trust that is called a bridge trust. So it is a foreign asset protection trust on one side of the bridge, but it's a domestic trust on the other side of the bridge. The benefits of this are is that the client can be their own trustee. So you, the trust is settled by the client for themselves, and the client makes themselves trustee. Okay. And there's no IRS filing requirements or reporting requirements. There's no foreign trust reporting requirements like the 3520. You don't have to have the foreign trustee in control of the assets. Um, you're in control of your assets. So it's very easy to maintain. It's very easy to use. It's mm-hmm. less expensive to start. It's less expensive to maintain. And so this concept it has really, this is what I would call the secret weapon, is because it allows for clients to feel very comfortable to engage in the planning, but if you ever have to use it, 
then the trust has the specific provisions that would remove you from that control position and move the trust to the to the ultimate weapon, which is the Cook Islands Trust, and protect the assets. And so, so it's, it's sort really of a, buffer. a hybrid. It's a buffer before before something defaults to a Cook Islands Trust. That's right. But it's but the key and the reason that it, it has to be done now is that you've got to get it funded and set up before you ever have the problem. Yeah. So so you, you you've got to create the trust and you've got to fund the trust now. And the only way that I've found that clients will will do that is that if they feel comfortable that they have the control. Um, and a trust, a conceptually great asset protection trust that a client won't use or won't fund is worthless to the client. This is Straight Talk Wealth Radio every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on 1590 KVTA. Now, I, I, want, I had a sense with Doug that although this is all great information, a lot of people would get very uncomfortable about uh, the process. And, and how do they get to know if Doug's the real deal? So I asked him a little bit more about this. Just like every day we have people calling us from the show or hear our show, and, and we have certain financial solutions for them. But... You know, it takes a little bit of grooving in. It takes getting them to go do their homework. They don't believe, they're not going to believe me walking in the door. So we've got to let them. That's why we publish. That's why we produce a lot of materials and we give people enough time to sort of settle in and, and do their homework so they can decide whether Bruce is a madman or whether Bruce has his feet on the ground. Likewise, right. these are great ideas and solutions. I don't want to short pedal them on a radio show, uh, but I do believe there would be some kind of process of getting to know what you would prescribe, uh, getting to know the, the, the soundness of what you're prescribing. So how can someone take advantage? I mean, I know today we're offering, you know, a free consultation. If, if people want to call in, they call into the show. They're going to call into me. I'm going to get their information and hook them up with you. Um, but tell us a little bit about that process because it's all a process. I mean, we, we could say th- there's two things I want to say about talking about this on the radio, the liability. One is, um, well, if that's a that's a great idea, Doug, I love it. I think I'll go. My attorney's a pretty smart guy. I'm going to go tell him to set this all up. Uh, so, right. one, I want to know what, can't he do that? But two, if it's got to be you, tell us a little bit about the process because it sounds too simple and it sounds too easy, and I'm scared because gee, I've never heard of this, and I wouldn't just jump into this. I don't know if I should call Doug Lodmill because I don't know if I even like that. I'm going to go find from ten resources if they approve of Doug Lodmill's solution before I ever think of picking up the phone and calling Doug Lodmill because he'll talk me right into it, of course. And then I don't know what right. I'm getting into. <laughs> call me down, okay? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, okay, so asset protection as a field of law has really evolved, and now it's quite it's quite robust. Um, it doesn't have to be me. I can tell you right up front. There's there's some very good attorneys out there that have lots of experience as 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 much as me and are very good. So there's a robust area of law. It's definitely not your average guy down the street. So it's still uh, you know I would I would call it a, a bucket full. It used to be a handful. You know, mm-hmm. it used to be really one handful. I, I could name all six of the of the, the attorneys that would be qualified. You know, you know, and now now there's a bucket full. You know, there's people have started to learn it. There's a there's a robust domestic asset protection trust business going. So what I would say is that it's definitely worth researching so that you understand if you're listening to this, if you think it's applicable to you, so that you understand what the lay of the land is. Certainly, getting this insider's report would be helpful just so you can yeah, kind of see how everybody the whole gets that the calls is. today. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, it's 40 pages. It's really pretty compelling just on, on, you know, what's going on out there. But as far as, as, you know, finding the right attorney, my belief is attorneys are a lot like artists. You need to find one whose style fits you. And my style is very much, I want my clients to, to actually get it in place and do it. And I know that for them to do that, they need to have as much access to me as they 
absolutely need. So the way we structure our setup is that, you know, I don't bill by the hour because I want my clients calling me as much as possible because I know they need that. Um, and, and we set it up to leave the client in as much control as possible at all times and only have them in that out-of-control position if they're truly facing imminent, you know, uh, threat to the assets and they're going to be standing in front of a judge and going, you know, the judge saying, get that money back. That's the only time when I want my clients not in a position where they could actually get the money back. And statistically, that's about 98% of the time that they are in the control position, which means 98% of my clients are never out of the control position. I gotcha. And so, so what I would recommend is, you know, doing the analysis is the key because it's too conceptual. If you, you know, even after what we've talked about today, you still can't figure out what's protected, not protected. The analysis gives you that actual, okay, here's what would actually be protected for my assets in my state, in my situation, and here's how much risk I have, and here's a prescription for what an option could be to protect those assets. Um, I can tell you after the analysis, a lot of times the answer is there's nothing we need to do. You're good just because of the nature of where you are, where you live, and the, and the structure of your assets. Um, other times, it's a small fix. You need one small tool, and it's very inexpensive. And other times, it's a full prescription. You need you need everything uh, all the way up to the Asset Protection Trust. Um, so I, I would say information really is power, and it, get the information by just doing the actual analysis. And then from there, you'll also have a great framework and base from which you can, if you're, if you're going to shop, you shop from something that you know and not just a concept. Great advice. So in other words, if you are a doctor, if you're a dentist, if you're an accountant, if you're a, 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 a hack, if you're an attorney that doesn't work in this field, if you're a business owner, if you're on the boards of directors of a company, if you're a chiropractor, if you're in construction, if you're a contractor, any medical professional of any type, as he said, one, don't wait until you get into trouble to think you're going to do this. And two, don't get all emotional. Don't get uptight that Doug's going to talk to you in a sudden you don't want to do, but start collecting your data, start getting good information and a nice free, no obligation evaluation from Doug to find out what would apply to you. And as he said earlier, this is all about a patchwork. It's it's getting a patchwork of things together. So you kind of break it down piece by piece. He'll do that by giving you a free evaluation, but you need to call here and get registered for that. The number is 888-882-5578, 888 Now, everybody that calls does not have to have the evaluation, but everybody that calls will get Doug's special insider report, the shocking truth about the U.S. legal system and the hidden secrets of litigation that plaintiff's lawyers pray you never learn. We're going to give that for free to every caller today, but you got to call before the end of the hour, 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. If you want the free evaluation, just let the operator know. I will call you back. I'll collect your preliminary information and I will get you hooked up with Doug for no charge and no obligation. The number is 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. Well, I think that's great. And uh, we will definitely encourage our listeners to, uh, one, read your report, everybody calling in. And if they have anything specific, let, let me give you a parting shot on this, Doug. I'm listening to the show. I'm sitting in my car. It sounds good. I think I just like the report. Um, who should go the extra mile? Tell me, tell me who do you feel very strongly should at least be calling in and getting an analysis and a, at least a, a parting shop prescription, whether or not they're going to work with you. Who's the ones that really should be seriously considering asking to speak with you as opposed to someone who might just want to read the report? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great way to put it, Bruce. I, I could tell you it's the one who in their chest or in their belly 
um, when we started talking about the risk, could feel it, <laughs> and and it made them a little worried. I it's had a not, visceral reaction. A, <laughs> yeah, if, if if you had a little bit of a visceral reaction, if you puckered a little bit when we when we talked about it, I would really recommend it. Now, you know, that means you probably have a, a little bit of assets, and you and if you happen to also have some of the most obvious risks, like employees, or you're in construction, or you know you're doing deals all the time, and you have a lot of partnerships, or you know you work with a lot of people. I mean, th- those people are most likely to have the most visceral reaction because they really are on the front lines of all this. But I think you know if you're that person. I mean, it, it's, it's really emotional because more than anything, I can tell you what it is that I do for my clients is I help them just find peace of mind around this issue so they can get on with their life and do what they do best and not be afraid of every phone call and every contractor that comes to their house and every patient that walks in the door and every customer. You know, they, they can just get back to kind of the way I think we did business 50 years ago where we weren't worried about everybody walking in our door was a potential plaintiff. Yeah. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to bring this information to you. I hope you found it was valuable. Again, it is so hard to compress a whole story into an hour. I've been rushing. we got about a minute left to go. I want to let you get this report for no charge, no obligation. Read it in detail. This is how I discovered Doug. This is how I got onto Doug, is reading this report. Special Insider's Report, Shocking Truth About the U.S. Legal System and the Hidden Secrets of Litigation Plaintiffs' Lawyers Pray You Never Learn. The number is 888 888- 888 Everybody gets the report for free. If you also request the free evaluation, I will call back to get your basic information and I'll get you hooked up with Doug for no charge and no obligation. Just have a little discussion with the country's leading asset protection attorney as to whether you're safe, you're at risk, and to what degree. 888 Tune in next week for another great show. Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion of financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Tax-free benefit specialist and insurance services, California License 0E48147.